Welcome to the show. We are so glad you're with us. Today's war is centered around the oldest land dispute in history. Both Jews and Palestinians claim Israel as theirs. That's right. And Jews say it's their ancestral homeland dating back more than 3,000 years. Palestinians say they've been there even longer than that. Is that claim supported by history, though? Here's a closer look at the facts. In 1969, Israeli Prime Minister Golda Meir made headlines with this comment. There is no such thing as the Palestinian people. It's not as if we came and threw them out and took their country. They didn't exist. Golda's statement was controversial, but as it turned out, many Arab leaders and historians agreed with her. In 1937, Arab leader Ani Abdul Hadi made this statement to the British Peel Commission. There is no such country as Palestine. Palestine is a term the Zionists invented. There is no Palestine in the Bible. Palestine is alien to us. So what is the historical truth? Who are the Palestinians and what are their claims to the land of Israel? Let's take a look. Many Palestinian Arabs have claimed to be descendants of the ancient Canaanites. But history shows that there's no way the Palestinians could be related to the Canaanites, because the Canaanites were almost completely obliterated by the Israelites in the 13th century BC. The few that remained were assimilated into Israelite culture. Palestinians also claim that the ancient Philistines are their ancestors. And it's true that they take their name from the tribe of Goliath. But do they actually share DNA? The Philistines were a seafaring people who came from Crete, the largest of the Greek islands. The Philistines got their name from the Hebrew word, plishtim, which actually means invaders. Palestine means invaded land. When the Philistines invaded Israel in the 12th century BC, they stayed close to the Mediterranean coast. By the 7th century BC, the Philistines had been assimilated by the Assyrians, then conquered by the Babylonians. And experts say no one alive today could prove Philistine lineage. So if they're not Canaanites and they're not Philistines, who are the Palestinians? Never in history was there a Palestinian nation or a Palestinian state. They were all Arabs. Behind me is one of the most controversial pieces of real estate in the world. The Temple Mount is the holiest site in Judaism and the third holiest in Islam. Muslim tradition says that Muhammad traveled here to the Al-Aqsa Mosque on his famous night journey. And that tradition forms the basis for the Palestinians' claim to Jerusalem. The Quran says that Muhammad's dream flight took him to Al-Aqsa, which means the farthest place. Early Islamic scholars interpreted that to mean a heavenly place, or the courtyard of Allah. That all changed as Islam evolved into a political force. During the Crusades, the Muslim general Saladin changed Islamic tradition to strengthen the Muslim claim to Jerusalem. He stated that Muhammad's flight took him not to heaven, 
but to the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem. Muslims believe that once they claim a piece of land, it belongs to Islam forever. Most historians agree the Jews were here first, but the Arabs will argue that they were here the longest, and the so-called right of return has been a constant theme at every Middle East peace summit since 1948. From the Crusades until the 19th century, the Arab population had only grown from around 200,000 to 300,000. With the waves of Jewish immigration starting in 1882, Arabs started flooding into Palestine from neighboring countries. By 1948, the Arab population of Palestine was 1.3 million. Some experts say, if the Palestinian Arabs want a legal return to their countries of origin, they would have to return to places like Egypt, Iraq, Morocco, and Syria, but not to Israel. As Golda Meir once said, how can we return the occupied territories? There is no one to return them to. The term occupation is when you possess a, something which is not yours or which is someone else's. The West Bank was never held by the Palestinians. They were never sovereigns. In fact, there was no other sovereign over the West Bank than the Jewish people. Who's Landed is, mm. it, is a really powerful just DVD and teaching on the claims that we're hearing about in the news mm -hmm. all over the world. Yeah. You know, there are people who are saying, free the Palestinians, this is occupied territory, and this DVD really gives truth. It's, it it sh shares the truth of what's happening. It's beautiful. It is so eye-opening. I know just in talking to, I'm a teacher as well, so talking mm. to students, it always amazes me how little... Yeah. They know about yeah. the history Absolutely. so they can form a narrative that is totally against mm -hmm. uh, reality and truth. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is extremely eye-opening and it's something we need to know so we can fully understand exactly yes. why things are unfolding as they're unfolding right now. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't know if you would experience this, Ephraim, but I feel like the younger generations aren't as fully aware. And I'll be honest, I mean, before working at CBN, I did not have a full understanding of why Christians should support Israel and about the nation and state of Israel and all of that. So I think it's really interesting that the younger generations really don't have the facts. No, no. And also being here, seeing that information, DVDs yeah. like that, it just makes scripture so much more yes. powerful, palatable and clear mm -hmm. as to why we should be praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we we want you to know the truth behind the Jewish and Arab claims to the land of Israel. So we've put together a DVD that gives the historical background to the news that you are seeing today regarding Israel and Hamas. It's called Whose Land Is It? It has the answers to questions such as whether or not Gaza and the West Bank are, quote, occupied territory and why the Palestinian refugee crisis still remains a problem more than 70 years later. You can receive a DVD copy with instant streaming access of Whose Land Is It? it so you can watch and listen to it on the go as well for a gift of any dollar amount. All you have to do is go to cbn.com slash whose land or give us a call at 1-800-700-7000. Ephraim?
Well, they have never seen these types of injuries. Israeli doctors are shocked at the magnitude of casualties coming into their hospitals. And a firsthand account from an Israeli man who was stuck in a bunker with a knife while his friend was attacked at the festival. Stay with us for these stories. They're coming up right after the break. Israeli hospitals are preparing for an influx of casualties once the ground war against Hamas begins. CBN medical reporter Lori Johnson spoke to the administrator of a major medical center near Gaza, where the staff is still reeling from the horror of the Hamas's surprise attack. Soroka Medical Center emergency doctors and nurses treated nearly 700 patients immediately following the terror attack. That's about four times their usual number. Patients included women, children, and also Israel's enemy. We had some Hamas terrorists brought into our hospital. Um, we all are um, obligated by international oaths and by moral duty to treat and stabilize anyone we see. Um, in both cases, um, the terrorists were moved on to army facilities for continued medical care. As wounded men, women, and children poured in, the extent of their injuries shocked hospital workers. Seeing uh, young women brought in in pajamas who were shot down in their beds in their sleep with three or four gunshot wounds to chest, abdomen, um, limbs. We, we've never seen the magnitude and quantity of so many patients coming in this way. Some calling it inhumane. You know, an eight-year-old child uh, who saw his father shot down next to him and is himself wounded by two gunshot wounds. Uh, you, we really, we've never seen these type of injuries. Twin babies arrived dehydrated and malnourished, but alive after rescuers found them hidden in a secret closet hours after terrorists had murdered their parents. One cannot help but imagine what the parents had gone through being able to find the, the wherewithal to, to hide their, their infant children and face their execution. Hospital staff members continued helping others, knowing that co-workers also died or lost family that day. Despite the grief and long hours, they find strength, thanks in part to those standing with Israel. I'm not talking about military. I'm talking about support and moral support, the way we feel in the face of demonstrations going on elsewhere in the world and people supporting these horrible atrocities and the support coming not only from the government, but from people, from groups, from organizations um, has been overwhelming. Our staff has mentioned this to me several times, the feeling of not being alone. As the hospital plans for what may lie ahead, they're expanding by adding personnel, equipment, and other locations to treat those who come through their doors. Lori Johnson, CBN News. Yes, two. Yep, yep. And if you are looking for ways that you can help, we want to let you know that this is certainly the place to do it. You can do exactly that. You're seeing that work being done. All you need to do is call the number right there on your screen, 1-800-7000. You can also go to CBN.com. Many people in this hour wondering, what can you do? Well, we can tell you that we are there to help you make a difference. Ashley. Well, Omer was hiding away in a kibbutz with a knife while his friend was attacked at the festival in Israel on October 7th. He felt desperate and helpless, waiting to hear if his friend would survive. 
chaos erupted at the music festival as rockets from Hamas rained down onto people on October 7th. One of the festival attendees was Ela, who was texting her friend Omer when Hamas began to open fire on them. She heard a lot of uh, shooting around and people uh, like shouting in Arabic. She said that she got uh, like hurt pretty, pretty badly. Omer was locked down in a kibbutz 15 miles south of the music festival. They told us the terrorists got inside the kibbutz. We were asked to stay inside and lock the door. I just grab a knife and stay inside. But uh, I want to check what, uh, what's going on with uh, Ella, my friend. The, the feeling that you can't help. Sorry. I couldn't do anything. And at some point she stopped answering the, all the messages. We didn't know what's going on. And at the same time, there was all the mess in the kibbutz. The day after, I went to Soroka, uh, the hospital, to, to see where, like, if I can see her. I saw her, like, in the emergency room. On the side of her head, uh, like, they shaved it. Uh, they did, like, a brain surgery. Later on, we found that she actually got shot in the head. They came to, to execute her to make sure that everyone is dead there. The bullet uh, hit like the edge or something and she also got like shot uh, twice in the leg. And she, she has a big uh, hole in, the, in her leg. And in some miracle, she, she survived it. Ila was one of the fortunate ones to have survived this deadly attack. Hundreds did not. Yeah, we share these uh, testimonies with you guys so that you know that these attacks actually really did happen. Unfortunately, there are many around the world, especially within the Middle East, um, who believe that these attacks never happened. And we need to see, we need to hear that they actually have, because the truth will set us free. Absolutely. It really will. Absolutely. Israeli Defense Forces have been showing international journalists footage yes. to prove yes. that that did the attack indeed did happen mm -hmm. and just to hear reporters share on the graphic details it's difficult it is it is but we're going to pray right now Absolutely. we're going to pray we invite you to join with us as you know here the 700 club 700 club interactive prayer is our go-to so that's let's right. just pray for everything that's going on right now let's just go boldly to the throne room of grace heavenly father we just thank you jesus we thank you Sometimes it's hard to thank you when crazy things are happening around the world and people are literally suffering, but we still choose to praise your name, Lord Jesus, because you are still sitting on the throne. You are still sovereign. And Lord, your word tells us that you are seated at the right hand of the Father and you are interceding for us. And Father, we intercede for our Jewish and our Arab brothers and sisters who are in Israel, who are in Gaza, who are in Palestine and that surrounding region, Lord, all over the world, Lord Jesus, will you just reveal yourself to them in powerful ways. May the God of peace and the God of love and the God of comfort come to those who need you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes. And Father, we add to that prayer, God, that you would help 
to open the eyes of your people, Father God, that they might truly see and understand, Lord God, and recognize the importance of praying for the peace of Jerusalem, Father God. We thank you, Father, that even in the midst of all of this, you continue to give us a sustaining peace that surpasses all understanding. We don't understand it, Father God, but we feel your comfort and the precious gift of the Holy Spirit that showers and refreshes us and refreshes your people in this difficult season. We know that you are still God and you are still on the throne. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. All right. Well, coming up, 10 years of pain healed in an instant. This woman tells us about the surge of strength that shot through her knee and took away her pain. That's all coming up right after the break. Gail was 81 years old and thought she had to live the rest of her life in pain. She figured it was just part of getting older. But then one day while watching this program, Gail felt a surge of strength shoot through her knee. Volunteer work is just my heart. And uh, that was most important to me. Associate Pastor Gail Wood doesn't like when things slow her down, especially when it comes to overseeing the church food pantry and leading global mission trips. So she wasn't too happy when she injured her right knee in 2012. We had just unloaded one of the big trucks. I jumped down into the parking lot, which is just gravel, and twisted my knee. And I began immediately having problems with the knee. Shooting pain, depending on how many hours I'd been on my feet. Many times the pain woke me up in the middle of the night. It was constant. I saw a doctor early on. He felt around on it and said, well, put some hot and cold um, uh, packs on it and I think you're going to be okay. I didn't want the downtime of having any surgery or anything like that. For the next 10 years, she did as the doctor said, took over-the-counter pain medication and wore knee brace. That offered just enough relief to keep her going. I was able to continue with volunteer work, but it did sometimes take me longer. It was a little bit discouraging at times. I felt like I had to try a lot harder to keep up with the things that I needed to do. Gail says she felt most comforted during moments of prayer. I would pray and say, Lord, I really need you to heal my knee. I need to be strong and well in order to do all that I want to do for you, for your kingdom. By the end of 2022, at 81 years old, Gail had accepted her situation, believing that things may not change. And there's lots of things about getting older, and uh, so sometimes I think we just, uh, just say, well, I'll live with it. I felt like this was going to be with me, especially after I'd asked the Lord a number of times to heal me and I had not been healed. On the night of December 30th, she returned home from a full day at the church, exhausted. As always, she turned on the 700 Club. I'd been volunteering at the church and uh, the um, knee was really giving me fits that day. I sat down in my recliner and took the brace off I was uh, looking at a magazine and watching the TV. Then 
Gail heard Gordon giving a word of knowledge. Someone else, you're having problems with your right knee, and God's able to restore. You're, you weren't even praying, uh, and you're kind of wondering, is that for me? And yes, it's for you. Do what you couldn't do before. Begin to move that knee and receive healing into that joint right now. Well, I perked up because it was my right knee that was bothering me so bad. And I said, that is me. I'm claiming this. So I got up rather quickly and walked back and forth, and I had no pain. The pain was gone instantly. And it felt like um, almost a, a surge of strength went to my knee. And uh, on the inside, it felt secure as if a brace were on it. And I was just praising uh, the Lord and saying, thank you for healing me. Six months later, Gail was in the Middle East on vacation. I was able to go on a 16-day trip where there was so much walking. One day it was eight miles. I would never have been able to do that had the Lord not healed my knee. So he healed it just in time for that big trip. It's drawn me much closer to the Lord. And I, it meant so much more to me, I believe, because of the delay. I think if he had healed me the first time that I asked him to, I probably would not have. Keep praying, keep believing. If he would heal me, he will heal you. If he healed Gail, he can certainly do it for you as well. I don't know if you've heard this before, but God is no respecter of persons, which means, again, what he has done in others' lives, he can do in yours. He is ready, willing, and able to set you free from sin, from infirmity, from depression, from anxiety, no matter what you feel is weighing you down today. Ephraim and I have the absolute privilege and honor to go boldly to the throne room of grace, grace and lift you up and lift your needs up. So will you join us right now in prayer, going boldly mm -hmm. to the throne room of grace? Heavenly Father, we just thank you. Again, we thank you. We praise your name that not only Jesus did you die on the cross for our sins, for the forgiveness of our sins, but you died on the cross so that you would make us whole, that you would heal us from any infirmity that would come against us. In the name of Jesus, we speak to any infirmity, any autoimmune disorder, any cancer, any diagnosis that is unwanted, anxiety, depression. You have no authority over their bodies and over their minds. We plead the blood of Christ over them from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Name. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. Um, I just feel like there's someone with difficulty breathing. You're unable to take a complete breath. In this moment, I challenge you to trust God and breathe. Inhale, exhale, and just watch him move and do what you didn't think you were able to do in this moment. I see it. Yes, that healing is yours in Jesus' name at this very moment. Right now, Lord God, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I just believe uh, somebody's watching with some sort of hair issue. It's almost mm. like there is a scalp uh, issue. It's, it's very dry and flaky, and it's honestly causing hair loss. I'm not sure if it's psoriasis. It's severe psoriasis. 
but I believe the Lord is literally healing you of that disease right now in the name of Jesus. I believe it's autoimmune and you've just been attacked by this. You feel very self-conscious of it because it's taking away your hair. It's taking away your confidence. I believe that there's also a spirit attached to that. In the mm. name of Jesus, we rebuke you. We declare yes. all of your works to be null and void in the name of Jesus. And I believe God is healing you again from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. We thank you, God. We praise you. Just begin to praise him right now in Jesus name. Absolutely. God is going to give you who are stressed, you're feeling anxious, a peace that surpasses all understanding in this moment. You're really going to feel like something is melting around you or inside. Yes. It's happening right now. And that is the peace of God overtaking you in this hour. Praise God. Lord, we just thank you for what thank you're you, doing. God. In your name, we pray all of this. In Jesus' name, amen, amen and amen. Friends, if you just had an answer to prayer in any way, shape, or form, please let us know. Give us a call. That number is totally free. It's 1-800-700-7000. Well, we leave you with these words from Isaiah. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. God bless you guys.